Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Tonight I want to uh, teach on the subject, It All Begins with Praise. It all begins with praise. And I have just a couple of verses to uh, start with. Job 38 verse 4 says, uh, Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Verse 7, When the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. So uh, if you read the story of Job, you know, he's going through a lot of stuff in the beginning, kind of to test his faith, test his all kinds of things. And and uh, and God was telling him at one point, he said, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? When the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Now, morning stars and sons of God in this context are talking about the angels in heaven. Amen. Because before the earth was created, God had already created the angels and they, we don't know how long they were around before the earth was created, but as God uh, was creating the earth, when he was saying, let there be, and let there be, and all that we read in Genesis chapter 1, all those things were happening. They were, they were on the sidelines shouting for joy. They were praising God for his creation. Amen. So it all really began with praise by the angels. Amen. And then God decided to create another type of being, amen, a human being. And he said, I want them to praise me like the angels praise me. Praise God. So the angels have been praising God for a long time from the very beginning because it all began with praise. Now the word praise, it means to shine. It means to celebrate. It means to make a show. Now that make a show doesn't mean to show off. Or, or boast about anything or whatever. No, what it really means is it lets us know that praise is demonstrative. You can tell when somebody's praising God. Amen. Because if somebody's just, if somebody's over there uh, looking like they're imitating a statue, uh, they're not praising God. Amen. Because praise, you could, it's a show, uh, it's a show of something. It's a show of emotion. It's a show of adoration. Amen. It's a celebration. It's to shine. Amen. So you know when something's shining or somebody's shining. You know when somebody's celebrating. Amen. And so it, it's demonstrative. It involves our voice, our hands, our legs, our heart, of course. Amen. Our mouth. Amen. The Bible lets us know how God's people praised Him in times past. When we read the Old Testament, and the New Testament, we find out how pe the people of God praised him and what praise kind of praise he received. So we're not just, when, when we come to church and somebody's clapping their hands over there and somebody's shouting for joy over there and somebody's uh, uh, jumping up and down over there or lifting up their hands over there, or waving their hands, uh, amen, or somebody's singing from the top of their voice. We, we didn't just... Uh, you know, come up with that on our own. We're just going with the tried and true methods that have been uh, proven over centuries of time and millennia that the Old Testament and New Testament people of God 
have, have done and uh, have shown that that's the way we praise the Lord. Amen. So they praised him in the shout and they praised him by clapping our, their hands. Psalm 47, 1, O clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. I think a couple of these points, we could have class participation. Why don't we clap our hands right now and maybe give a little shout. Oh, Lord, we praise you. God, we worship you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. When you clap and you shout, you can feel the atmosphere change. because you, you can feel something happening, which we're going to talk about in a minute, because praise has a purpose. Praise does something. Amen. It does something to God, but it also does something for us. They praised him in the song. Amen. Singing is a form of praise. Psalms 47, 6. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our king. Sing praises. Do you think they talk about singing praises on one verse? There's four times. Sing praises. Amen. Praise God. And of course, we know the Bible talks about making a joyful noise unto the Lord. So they praise him with musical instruments. And that's why we have musical instruments and we praise him. Amen. Because we have an organ over here. We got drums over there. We got a tambourine over in that little uh, uh, cubby over there. We got pianos and, and all kinds of things. And the Bible said, Psalm 150, verse 3, praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Amen. I was thinking about going over and hitting up drums and all that stuff, but you know, you get the picture. Praise God. Amen. And they praised him by lifting up their hands. Psalm 134, 2, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. We call this place the sanctuary. Why don't we lift up our hands right now in the sanctuary and bless the Lord and praise the Lord. We love you, Jesus. We praise you. We adore you. You are almighty God and you are worthy of all of our praise. You're worthy of high praise. You're worthy of all of our heart in Jesus' name. Praise God. Amen. They praise him by bowing down to him in worship and adoration. Psalms 95, 6. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. And they praise him in the dance. Amen. David, when he saw the Ark of the Covenant uh, that was away from Jerusalem and Israel for such a long time, when he saw that come back into town, he, he was just beside himself with joy and he was praising God. And the Bible said David danced before the Lord with all his might because, he, because that was a, the, the, the ark was a type symbolic of the presence of God. And so the presence of God in a special way was coming back to the people of God. Psalm 150 verse 4, praise him with the dance. Praise him with the dance. So our praise to God is not predicated on how we feel or what we're going through. Amen. I, I know of, of people uh, over the years, it's kind of uh, funny, but some people say, well, you know, I'm, there, I'm really not going to get going 
you know, in praise until maybe you sing my favorite song or something like that, you know, but uh, you, you don't want to be waiting for your favorite song. You want to be praising God because all the songs are good. And it's not about our favorite song. It's not about, well, you know, I got to get hyped up and I, I you know, I got to get the right mood and all that stuff. You know, sometimes people come to church and they're not in the right mood. But before they leave, they should be better moods. Praise God. Because this is the best place to come. The spiritual hospital. It's a spiritual oasis. This is the best. Some people say, well, you know, I didn't want to come to church because, you know, I'm going through some things. The best place to be is when you're going through some things is the house of God. This is where you lay it down at the altar and you, you, you throw down your heavy burdens. You cast all your care on him and you walk out of there feeling a little bit lighter. Amen. So our praise is not predicated on how we feel or what we're going through because praise is not about us. Praise is about him. Amen. It's about directing our adoration, our celebration to shine for him. So it has everything to do with who God is and what God has done, and what God will do. Sometimes I praise Him for something He hasn't even done yet. That's what Thanksgiving in advance is for. I'm thanking you for a prayer that I know you're going to answer. It hasn't happened yet. I'm thanking you for I know what you're going to do, and I'll praise Him in advance. Because praise causes things to happen. Amen. So Psalm 150 verse 1 uh, it says, praise ye the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in the firmament of his power. And notice verse two, this is why we, we praise him. We praise him for his mighty acts and we praise him according to his excellent greatness, his mighty acts, his excellent greatness, not what I'm going through, not what I'm feeling, not if it's only my favorite song, then, then I'll get around and I'll do a lap or two because my favorite song's on and keep singing it, boy, I'm feeling good. Well, that's good. I, I'm glad you're feeling good, but I hope you take a lap, you know, on Amazing Grace or whatever else, you know, some other song. So in fact, the Bible said there's really only one requirement or one prerequisite that qualifies us to praise God. Amen. And that is, are you breathing? Amen. I think everybody here is. Otherwise, let's call 911. Amen. So in fact, it says in Psalm 150, verse 6, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. So if we have breath, we're qualified to praise him. Amen. So how often should we praise him? Once a year? No, not, not, a lot, not enough. Uh, once a month? No. Uh, once a week? No. Only on Sundays? No. Uh, every day? Yeah. Multiple times a day? Why not? The more the better. Psalm 119, 164, seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgments. Amen. Not because I feel good necessarily or everything's going you know, hunky-dory in my life every minute of the day. No, because of your righteous judgment. That whole Psalm 119 is about His Word. Amen. Because your Word, I'm thinking about your Word, I can praise you. I can praise you because your Word. I can praise you because your blood. I can praise you because your name. I can praise you because of your Spirit. Psalm 113, verse 3, From the rising of the sun to its going down, the Lord's name is to be praised. That sounds like pretty much during the day. Amen. And how about this? Psalm 34, 1. I will bless the Lord at all time. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. 
That's how often we ought to praise God. So that means I'm going to praise God no matter what. Amen. Even in bad days and bad times, no matter how I feel, no matter what I'm going through, I'm going to be praising God. And you know what? I'm going to be getting out of what I'm going through a lot faster if I praise him and say, instead of, you know what? Instead of saying, well, I'm going to wait until this whole storm blows over and then I'll praise God. No, you need to praise him in the middle of the storm. Like the old song we see, we used to sing, don't wait till the battle's over. Shout now. Amen. So there will be times that my praise will be a sacrifice, which means I'm going to praise him when I don't feel like it. I'm going to praise him when it's, when it's kind, of, kind of rough. Amen. Go, I'm going through a trial. I'm going through a sickness. I'm going through some situation at work or this or that or whatever it is. I'm going to praise him no matter what. It'll be harder to praise God at those times. But I truly believe God considers sacrificial praise to be even more precious to him and special than any other praise. Amen. It's much easier for me to praise him when I'm on the top of the mountain, the sun's shining, the birds are chirping, got a couple dollars in my wallet, and I'm, it's the weekend, and I, I, I got a bonus, and I'm going on vacation. Anything else I can think of that's really good, exciting? Amen. It all wrapped up into one. That's easy for me to praise him. That's not a sacrifice. Amen. But it's a sacrifice when it's coming, amen, from deep down, and it's hard because of my situation, but I know I'm not doing it because of me. I'm doing it because of his excellent greatness and his mighty acts. Amen. Hebrews 13, 15, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. So sometimes, amen, the, the praise is a sacrifice. Praise the Lord. Now, God is drawn to us because of our praise. And that's why we need to praise Him even in the hardest times in our lives. So praise God. Because we need Him more then than any time. And He's drawn to praise. Amen. Psalms 23.3 says, But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. So he inhabits our praise. Amen. So if we don't praise him, there's nothing to inhabit. So we're kind of building him a house of praise for him to come and dwell in. Amen. And when he comes, amen, his spirit comes never empty handed. He always comes with gifts and with answers and with miracles and with healings. Amen. So this Bible verse lets us know that God is drawn to us because of our praise. Now another, that's the King James Version I just read, another version of the Bible, uh, New American Standard, it puts it this way, Yet you are holy, O you who are enthroned upon the praises of Israel. Amen. So when we praise God, we actually build a throne for Him to sit on. Amen. He is enthroned on our praises as the king of all kings. Amen. And when the king comes and sits on a throne of, that you have uh, offered him in praise, amen, he will come in power and authority because the Bible said, amen. 
The Bible said in Ecclesiastes 8.4, where the word of a king is, there's power. So I'm building a throne of praise. He's coming to sit on it as king of kings and lord of lords. And where the word of a king is, there's power. Amen. And he speaks his word in our life. He says, peace, be still. He says, let's get this situation happening. He's going to bless here. He's going to touch us there. Amen. So praise brings the presence of God. And where someone once said, it says, where Jesus is, anything can happen. When Jesus is on the scene, when the presence of God comes, amen, as a direct result of our praise, anything can happen. So praise is the prerequisite for the miraculous. See, the Bible talks about an experience that we're all familiar with, amen, that all believers should receive. It's referring to, as Luke put it, being endued with power from on high. Another place is called the promise of the Father. Another place is called being born again of the Spirit. Another place is called the gift of the Holy Ghost. And another place is called the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And so all of those things are referring to that one Amen. Great experience of being filled with the Spirit of God. Amen. And let me tell you something. Amen. That is a great experience and it begins with praise. You want to get the Holy Ghost in your life? You want to be filled with the Holy Ghost? Amen. It starts with praise. Amen. It starts with opening your mouth and worshiping Him and saying, Hallelujah, Jesus. Some people, they categorize miracles and they think some are bigger than others. But I think a miracle is a miracle when God's involved. Amen. Like some people say, whoa, if somebody's raised from the dead, that's like one of the big, big ones. Uh, or, or someone's uh, miraculously healed. That's a big one. Or some, some, you know, somebody calls Jesus when the car's about ready to hit them and somehow miraculously that car moves off to the side or whatever. That was a great miracle. But you know what? One of the greatest miracles that takes place almost every day on this planet and probably every day on this planet is when somebody, amen, is, is the mighty God, amen, comes and lives inside the heart and soul of a person in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's one of the greatest miracles, amen, that takes place and it all begins with praise. Amen. This wonderful experience of receiving His Spirit it comes in heartfelt praise. Amen. That's the first thing. If somebody says, oh yeah, I want to receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. I tell them, come on down. Let's start praising God. Amen. If you feel like lifting your hands, lift them up. Amen. Praise God. Usually I don't have them kneel because a lot of times if I was kneeling too long, amen, I start thinking about my knees more than anything else and I'm forgetting about what I'm doing here. I'm like, I'm dying here. So I just stand here lifting my hands and I praise the Lord and let him, because you're praising him and he's going to come and inhabit. He's going to come and be enthroned. He's going to come and fill you. It starts with praise. Amen. So when seeking to be filled with the Spirit, be sure to begin your search with praise from your heart. Amen. He comes in response to our praise. And as easy as we feel him, we can have our miracle. Amen. How many here have ever felt the presence of God? I pretty much every hand is going to be raised. Amen. Where you felt the presence of God and you said, you know what this, I'm feeling 
something from another world. Amen. Amen. And so one person said, and it's really true. Sometimes we think, well, I'm feeling the presence of God. And, you know, that's one thing. And then we put that in this little box. But then we say, well, I need this miracle over here. I need to get the Holy Ghost or I need this answer or whatever. I need to get healed. And we're saying, oh, well, that's a, ooh, I don't know, you know. But, you know, as he, the, this preacher said one time, he said, as easy as you feel him, you can have any of these other things you think are real big things because it's the same Holy Ghost that's making you feel that presence is the same one that's going to heal you, the same one that's going to fill you, the same one that's going to give you the answer. Amen. So as easy as we feel him, we can have our miracle of healing. As easy as we feel him, we can have our miracle of deliverance. Amen. We can be set free from the things that have us bound up or loaded down. Praise God. Because praise ushers in us, ushers us into the presence of God. Psalm 100 verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Amen. That's how we get into the presence of God with praise and thanksgiving. And that's one of the main reasons why we have worship service before the word of the Lord comes. Amen. It doesn't have to be that way. Amen. But it's because we are entering in. We come in here clapping our hands. We come in here in prayer. We come in here praising God and singing songs. And we're getting into the presence of God so that the word will have a better effect on us. Amen. And we'll receive it better. Amen. So, so awesome, wonderful, powerful, life-changing things happen when we are in the presence of God. Psalm 1611, Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Amen. So his presence comes. And it, when we praise Him. Now along with prayer and standing on God's Word, praise is also one of the keys to causing your enemy to flee from you. Amen. The enemy doesn't know what to, what to do with a person that praises God, even when they're, not, when they're going through things, when they're offering the sacrifice of praise and they're still praising the Lord. The enemy, amen, it, it doesn't know what to do with that and it actually pushes him back on his heels. Amen. When, when I talk about, when we talk about uh, the, the book of Judges, the very beginning of the book of Judges, uh, it starts when, when Joshua dies and the elders that outlived Joshua die, and now we, we're getting into the book of Judges and the, the, the tribes of Israel that are trying to figure things out, they, they inquired of the Lord and said, who shall go up first against the Canaanites to fight against them? Amen. And God said, Judah shall go first. And you know what Judah means? It means praise. Amen. So praise is can also be a weapon against the enemy. Praise God. When we praise the Lord, the enemy doesn't like it. Praise God. When Je King Jehoshaphat of Judah, the, of, the, of the, the kingdom of Judah, when he received a letter from these wicked kings that had come together, three kings joined together to try to, to come against him. And 
said, you're basically, we're, we're going to take you out like we've taken anyone else out. And he went and prayed. He talked to the Lord. And then the next day, what did he do? He, he didn't put the strongest men out front when the, facing across from these, uh, this innumerable company of, of enemies. He didn't put his best uh, swordsmen. He didn't put his best, uh, you know, uh, bow and arrow guys. What he did was he put the choir, amen, and the singers out front, praise God, because it all begins with praise, even fighting the enemy. And they began to praise God, and the Bible said these three nations, uh, the Edomites, the Ammonites, uh, and the Moabites, they, they had a league, and they were coming together to try to beat Judah. And when they started singing, amen, all of a sudden, God started working on that other side with those people, and he started making the Ammonites kind of look funny at the Edomites and the Moabites look funny at the Ammonites and they started killing each other. And then when they were all done wiping each other out pretty much, then God said to Jehoshaphat, okay, go in and clean it up. You know, it's pretty much, they're way down in the numbers now. Amen. And now it's a manageable, you guys can handle it, but it starts with praise. Amen. And you know, years ago, I'm talking in the in the 80s, the late 80s, amen. There was an evangelist who was also had a very powerful prophetic ministry came to our church, not this church, another church I was going to, amen. And uh, on he was there for several weeks. We used to have long revivals back in those days. We'd go Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and they took Monday off and Tuesday off. Amen. And then some of the old timers used to say, yeah, you guys are kind of soft only going Wednesday through Sunday because we went seven days a week, Monday through Sunday. And I go, wow, that's awesome. Amen. But, but uh, he was several weeks and he had a couple of prayer lines in those weeks of services. And I'll never forget, it was one Sunday night service and he had a prayer line and he had the microphone and he would speak in the mic. And if it was something personal, he would put the microphone and he would just whisper in the person's ear if it was something he wanted to, that God was wanting to tell him, tell them or whatever. But in this case, this person came up and it was this person's turn in the line to come up to the evangelist. And he began to pray for this person. Amen. Then he stopped and he said, I want to tell you something. Amen. I, you know, I see something very powerful about this person. He said, he said that I see the praise that's coming out of his mouth. I see it as arrows piercing the enemy. Amen. And we all said, whoa, that's powerful. Amen. We just thought praise was, you know, we were worshiping God and we're thinking it was just us and God and it was nothing affecting anybody else. But it also, it will push, it brings God closer and pushes the enemy further away. That's why we need to be praisers. We need to be praisers, continually praising from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Amen. Praise God seven days, seven times a day. Because there's no telling what God will do if we praise Him continually with all our whole heart, no matter what. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.